International Podcast Day is approaching, so for the month of September, we will be releasing a series of episodes where we talk to fellow podcasters about their podcast journey. In E27, we talk to Ron Champ Brooks, host of Minding Your Business Podcast. Ron gives tons of insight into the evolution of his podcast over the years. Check it out. So welcome to another episode. We have a um, a great guest today. Um, very happy he was able to join us, uh, Mr. Ron Brooks, the creator and host of the Minding Your Business podcast. Um, you talk about podcasting, man. This dude is, you know, I've I've had several conversations with him. He he's he's an expert. You know, my he, he's approaching guru status. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're we're very happy to have Ron with us, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, hey, what's going on, peeps? Alicia, Andre, <laughs> hope y'all are doing well. Audience, everybody. Yeah, we're going to be hyped today. What's going on? Yeah, welcome hey, to thanks, the man. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, so we're, you know, Ron, we, we're going to jump right in, man. Um, so we already said, you know, we mentioned the name of your podcast, Minding Your Business Podcast. So tell us, give us a little background, man. Why did you start the podcast? Yeah, man. Um, I, I appreciate that question because it's a, it's an interesting story. Um, so, you know, my background was, you know, I was in the midst of my banking career at that point. And um, I have a, a, a good business partner and colleague uh, by the name of Dominic Lawson, who has the, the Startup Life podcast. And I was a guest on his podcast and I, I saw his setup and I knew, you know, guys, I, what I wanted to do, I knew I had a voice, that sort of thing. But I, um, I didn't know really how to go about it. Right. And so, um, you know, Dominic kind of showed me, he's kind of been who I refer to as the, uh, the pod father. <laughs> um, so, so he's, uh, he, he was, yeah, he was a, a big inspiration, uh, starting out. And so my show actually started as the, um, I really mean it podcast, uh, for, so for those that have been rocking with me for a minute, um, know that my, uh, my initial offering was the, I really mean it podcast. And, I had grandiose ideas that I thought I was going to start and, um, you know, I was going to do a podcast every day, you know, and I quickly found out Ooh. I'm not going to be able to do that every day. <laughs> so, uh, so I started with uh, one a week and, um, you know, really the, the approach was one, I felt I had a voice. Um, you know, two, I was always asked to, you know, to, you know, you know, kind of help people through their business, kind of bounce ideas, um, act as a sounding board, you know, sort of thing. And, and so, you know, from that and that inspiration from Dominic is, you know, where that podcast uh, itch started and I got started. And I knew kind of with a lot of things in, in my life and my career, guys, that um, yeah, I've been successful a lot of times just by doing it, by just being consistent and doing things, even if I'm not the best or um, the, the brightest or the sexiest doing it, <laughs> which I'm not, trust me. Um, but I, by, by just being around and just, you know, just enduring and, and just lasting, um, yeah, I've been able to, to find success. And so after the first year, I started looking at it and I said, you know what, you know, what the hell do I really mean? <laughs> you know, I call this podcast, the I really mean it podcast. But when you pull it up, I, I had to think outside of myself, right? Which is, you guys know, it's, it's difficult to be critical of your own work. But um, I said, you know, well, what do I really mean? Right? And if I pull this podcast, if I see this podcast, do I know what this guy's talking about? Do I have any idea of what he's talking about before I listen? And I, the answer to that was no. And so I said, well, if I'm saying no, there's other people saying no too. 
And so that's where I came up with the idea for the Money Your Business podcast, which is kind of a, you know, somewhat of a catchy phrase, but people would know exactly what I'm talking about and what the podcast is about. Like you guys, you know, people know what the podcast is about before I even listen. And so um, that's where I made that transition in 2018. And uh, so far through uh, right now today, I've recorded 192 episodes. And, um, you know, I'm proud of that. Uh, For anything other than you're looking at an Orange Mound kid that, um, had an elementary school teacher told tell him once that uh, he wouldn't be able to learn like the other kids and you know I was tongue-tied and um, you know they were you know going to put me in special classes and all that type of thing and um, good thing you know my mom told told them uh, no you're not that you know, he can learn just like all the other kids and so I'm still trying that teacher to see if I can have her as a guest on my podcast <laughs> that'd be a monumental uh episode to have her if she's still around Man, um, please please do it but uh but yeah yeah i'd love to do it. i'll let you know if i <laughs> if i do that because that's going to be a worldwide premiere um to have the teacher that told uh me and my mom that i wouldn't learn um and so so there's a little bit of some of the motivation too is is that i was told at a young age that uh i wouldn't be able to do things like this and grow up to do it and so to be able to do it is uh is monumental for me and so um, yeah, the, the basis of the podcast is the intersection between lifestyle and business, right? It's that, that piece where for a lot of us, lifestyle, our lifestyle and our business, you know, really intersect. And you know, I think a lot of people learn from others who's you know, been able to blend their lifestyle with their business, you know, again, whether they're doing it on the side, whether they're full time. And I really try to dig in into the story of, you know, don't just tell me that it was great from the start, right? Tell me about, you know, the day you almost said blind this and <laughs> walked away, tell out how your family interacted with it. Tell me about the, the, the first thing you did with the first dog. And so I really try to dig in guys with, with that, um, you know, with my guest. And so uh, I've been fortunate to have guests from all over and uh, we'll continue to do that. But um, it, it's been tremendous to, for me and a um, a, a great resource uh, for my other businesses that I do. The podcast has served as a sort of a digital resume. I like to say that um, people in my industry are starting to know me for the podcast even before um, industry stuff like banking and that sort of thing. And so it's that's, been, uh, that's been a trip. <laughs> that's interesting, man. That's interesting that you said that. that and, and you got a, you got several things kind of going on, several businesses. And I mean, as you know, we talk to people, uh, most of the guests we have, they have multiple, multiple things going on. And um, if they don't, you know, one of the one of the goals of our podcast is to maybe inspire somebody to do to do something else on the side to maybe generate some income or even just maybe balance out some things in life, maybe be that creative outlet or wherever. Um, so you you gave us background on you know why you started in the name, you know the, when the name change happened and things like that. So tell me, who's who's that core audience that you're looking for? Is it a certain audience that you're targeting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the the folks that you know at the very top are you know people that are that have young businesses. You know, so they may not necessarily be young in age themselves, you know, guys, but they are you know young in their business. So they're typically seven years or less in their business. Um, in addition, um, you know folks 
that are in the workforce that are, you know, moonlighting or looking to transition. So, you know, they have their idea, they're at work and they listen to my podcast for, you know, insight and best practices to take them to that next step. When will I know it's a good time to either expand the business, keep the job, um, leave the job altogether and go into the business, you know, how do I know and where do I find that inspiration? Um, And then the third part of the audience is, you know, folks that are, um, that have recently made that decision and they're looking to scale. So they've created their job or they've created a system for their business. And then where do I get to that next, you know, your piece? How do I scale it to where I buy back more of my time so that I can do other things? And so that's kind of the three tiered, you know, basis of the audience. Um, it's a majority female audience. So it's about now it's approaching about 60%, um, you know, female, Really, and um, my top market is San Francisco, California. Yeah, yeah, man. It's um, just because there, there's so many women. You know, <laughs> you know, Andre. The, you know, but you know, I, I stand with the brothers, right? But um, like I say, the women are killing it right now. Um, you know, in terms of going to school. Of course, you know, I get the nods from Alicia, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but the women are going. They're going to school. They're starting the businesses and and doing that kind of thing at a, a little bit higher rate than in in the past, and so. Um, you know, women are seeking that information uh, naturally, and um, and so you know, I'm finding a nice uh, you know female audience uh, that is uh, you know really uh, consuming the podcast, and so that's been tremendous. And uh, like I was going to say, San Francisco, California became my number one market, even though sitting here in Memphis. Um, and so Memphis is kind of a one A, and then I've got DC and you know Atlanta, some of those places, and. Um, I know, you know, people listening to that, you know, think, well, that, that sounds really, you know, big, but a lot of that just came from just doing it. You know, I found, and you guys are seeing that too, and you'll continue to see it is as you create more episodes and you're just kind of out there, you know, sometimes you just, you just last, you know, the algorithm picks you up and, you know, people start reaching out to you. Yeah, I found your podcast, you know, would you like to have this guest and that's, and so you start getting more of that. And then as you start expanding that guest list, um, you know, those folks are then sharing your podcast. And then, you know, before you know it, you know, someone in another market's reaching out to you. And then, you know, so a lot of it just happened organically. And I encourage podcasters to, you'll just stick with it. You know, even if you're struggling with content, um, you know, you may be struggling with motivation, but, you know, just stay in it. Um, don't create episodes just to create them, but, you know, you know, don't get out now because as you see, bags are being handed out in podcasting. Um, you know, Joe Budden just got through with a, a, a bag with Spotify. He's getting ready to move on. Everybody knows what Joe Rogan did. Um, you see Michelle Obama getting into podcasting. You know, she, you know, she's got bags of money everywhere. Um, but she's getting into podcasting. She didn't buy a radio station. She didn't buy TV. She got into podcasting. So there's a reason why. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you definitely have an uh, inspirational story and, um, kind of already giving tips to folks who want a podcast. Um, so let's talk about just the actual doing as you talk about consistency. What's the thing that you like most about podcasting, especially now that you've gotten some years and almost 200 episodes under your belt? Yeah, you know, um, you know, Alicia, Andre, the, the, the number one thing that I love is the freedom, um, the freedom to express um, the freedom to share and and be who you are. Um, now, as you both know, in you know, when you get the TV, you get the radio. There's going to be a producer in your ear. There's going to be you know, you got FCC guidelines. You got all those different things, right? 
And so one of the great things about podcasting is the freedom that you have, the freedom to create um, whenever you want, essentially, um, the freedom to you know, amplify your voice um, anywhere that you have essentially access to the Internet. And so, you know, that becomes really, you know, tremendous because, um, you know, in today's society where, you know, voices sometimes can get muffled or uh, misconstrued or things like that, um, you know, the podcast is a great way to be able to share your story and control your narrative, right? And so, um, you know, that's been number one for me um, in answering that question is um, I love that piece of it. And then I love the creativity, the different ways that I can take a show, um, you know, the, the, the different, the, taking the time to really get the meat and kind of potatoes out of a guest and their story. Um, and then, you know, to, to be able to control that content and have it, even though we all share it across these different platforms. Um, the great thing about the podcast is when it's on your hard drive or on your website, it's yours, right? Um, I tell people all the time, well, you know, people have asked me, well, Ron, what's the difference between just going Facebook live? Well, yeah, most of us don't read the terms and conditions when we open up a social media account. But one of the things, if you ever did read it, and I haven't read it, um, but one of the things that you, when you find out is, is that anything you post on there becomes theirs. So Facebook, for example, is a digital real estate company. Um, they allow you account that's essentially a lot. So think in your neighborhood, if you had a lot in your neighborhood, that's what Facebook gives you when they give you a profile, but it's theirs right? They can do anything with it. They can monetize it. They can put it in commercials. They can do that. So they can literally take your content that you type or your videos that you post. That's why they don't like you to come from YouTube. They want you to post directly to them because it's theirs. They don't have to, they want to be able to 86 YouTube out. So when you post there exclusively and all your content lives there, you don't own it. So why create podcast content and spend time doing it just for them to own it? Yeah, and so it, when you uh, have your own platform and you post on there, you're partnering with them at that point, right? And that's what you know the the piece of podcasting that's going to continue to evolve is um, not giving it to somebody else and then asking for pieces of it back, but partnering with a social media. So hey, I've got my brand, you've got a platform. You know, it's it's just like uh, if all of us got together and we're selling cans of beans in Walmart right? We partner with them, right? They get, you know, it's our can of beans. We put it wherever we want. They've got shelf space. They're a real estate company. So they've got shelf real estate. We put our can of beans there. We sell it. So definitely. I never knew that, man. That's, I learned, learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And so if, what are any drawbacks that you may have experienced in podcasting on the other extreme? Yeah. Um, on the other extreme is the, obviously it's a commitment, right? And, you know, keeping up with that commitment is not easy. Um, particularly we all have busy lives, you know, all the three of us and everybody that's listening, um, your, your entire audience, everybody leads busy lives. Right. And, um, so that commitment piece is tough. Um, you know, getting your guest and, and that sort of thing always, you know, sometimes presents obstacles. Um, you know, obviously having the right equipment and constantly evolving your equipment uh, is something else that uh, you always have to, you know, to watch for. And um, uh, another thing, and I, I like that piece of the question because you have to challenge your own mindset, you know, Alicia and Andre, because, um, you know, you can get caught up into your streams and your numbers a lot. And I really want, you know, podcasters to hear me on this because um, you can get seduced by constantly watching your numbers, right? 
I mean, people have done that with social media now for years. Everybody, you know, posts and comes back to see what their likes look like and what their shares and, and all that type of stuff. And you can become really seduced by that. And I encourage, and I had to learn to not do that. Um, you know, don't get so caught up in the numbers and the streams and number of downloads and all that type of thing. Really focus in on the content and always have in your mind what works best for your audience. What does your audience look from you? Um, because you will have an audience, right? You know, even if you, your numbers aren't high, you'll be surprised at who um, listens to your podcast that may not even show up in some of those numbers. So um, I really encourage people that it, it can be a downside and that can make podcasting a drain if you're doing episode after episode and you're expecting everybody to share it, everybody to listen, all that type of thing. So, mm, yep. you know, they are. Yes. You know, so one, definitely, you know, are. definitely applies to us. Um, you know, you just are kind of wired to look at these numbers. How many people are listening? You know, yep. are we getting engagement? Are people, you know, do they even hear it? I mean, so that's that's a great tip for sure. So thanks for that encouragement. Yeah, yeah man, absolutely. Some a lot of this stuff you're saying, you're talking to us. Not only not hey, only people that's listening. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I, I learned, uh, you know, as I share. So, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, guys, you know, podcasting is not something that you really master. There's no master podcast. You know, I, I talked about Joe Rogan earlier. He's done, what, 1600 episodes. You know, he still has, you know, mishaps. He still has, you know, pieces where the audio, you know, has an issue. He is, you know, it, he still runs into issues, right? And then you're talking about a guy with a million dollar budget who's got, you know, every resource in the world, right? Um, same with Bill Simmons and all the ringer stuff. I mean, if you ever listen to some of their shows, you know, you know, again, you know, they spend a lot of money editing and things like that, but you can't edit everything. Um, you know, and some of their shows do well, some not quite as much. Right. So it, it's not a game that you master. Um, you're, it's continuous improvement. And I think as you keep that as a, uh, a part of your mindset and try not to compare yourself, you know, all around, um, you know, know what everybody's doing, but then keep a tunnel vision on you and your audience. Um, and don't get caught up into trying to compete against the other show or some other podcaster or things like that. Um, because everybody's got their, that's the great thing about it is everybody can have their own lane and, and do extremely well with it. There's, um, there's really not a competition for audience because, you know, my audience can easily listen to you all's podcast as you're gracious to have me come on as a podcaster, which is, is tremendous, but you know, you know, all of our listeners, that's the great thing is they have those choices and they have the option to add all of our podcasts to their repertoire and learn a little bit something different from each and one of us in our uniqueness. Yeah. And um, it's that uniqueness that really makes it strong. Um, that uniqueness can create, to your question, Alicia, it could create some obstacles if you view it that way. Um, but I think as we, you know, you guys be leading the charge in something like this, where, you know, you can collaborate and kind of cross pollinize audiences um, that, that creates, that just strengthens the entire industry and it strengthens everybody's podcast. And so um, we can all do well together. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I know, Alicia got, she's got another question coming up, but I'm going to just interject real quick. So you talked about editing. I think you were yeah. talking about Bill Sims and someone they do a bunch of editing of the podcast. And I know you and I talk that you do yours live. Yeah. So so tell us real quick, like, how is it doing it live? I mean, is it do you do you do a lot more preparation or 
I, I couldn't imagine doing it. Live. How does it compare and why, why live um, versus the editing? Because a lot of podcasts are starting to do lives as kind of like the next level, like, you know, taking it to cities and doing it yeah. live as opposed to in studio. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the live piece, I, I kind of started early on because I was a fairly early adopter to, to Facebook live. You know, matter of fact, I was using a third party app um, fairly early on before Facebook adopted it. And so, um, you know, Facebook Live and, and Live on social media, period, allows for kind of an immediate interaction um, and in some immediate sharing and things like that. And, you know, some, you know, we talked about some of the numbers earlier. You get some of that, but, um, you know, that, that live audience can allow some feedback, allow some people maybe to ask some questions or maybe interject on a point that you can highlight and things like that. Um, I did an early episode uh, about uh, when all the Harvey Weinstein stuff hit and you know, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, you know, all these you know, folks, uh, Matt Lawler, Lawler uh, whatever on NBC, um, those folks all were kind of falling like flies, right? And so I did a, one of the first episodes that really kind of launched me was that um, kind of sexual harassment um, you know, show. And so by doing it live, I had a bunch of women. I had my cousin come on <laughs> from South Carolina. She got on and, and shared a, a story that I wasn't even aware of um, as a family member um, that she had been through. And, and so women were coming on you know, live saying, you know, this is what they've been through. This is what they've experienced and how, you know, being able to talk about it helped them. And so um, I, yeah, I've really liked that piece of it. So there, that's a positive um, the, obviously the downside on live is it's live, right? So I've had, you know, think of any mix up that can happen. I've had it, you know, I've had it froze. I've, um, I started recording with it on mute. I've, uh, didn't have the mic plugged in, <laughs> you know, I've, I've done so all the mishaps that you could have. Um, but you know what? I still would post those episodes. And so you might think, and other people have asked me, well, that's crazy, you know, because the quality's not there. Yeah. Yeah. But I said, what, um, one of the things I always wanted to share, and this is more of, you know, kind of Iranism. Um, I, I wanted people to know the all, and not to say that editing takes away authenticity. So I don't want to give that point, but um, you know, guys, I, I wanted people to think of what I do in podcasting the same way if I were up presenting. Right. So if I'm up doing a presentation, there's no edit button, right? Whatever I say is out there. And so um, so when I think of business, I think of, you know, people doing business presentations, sales presentations, that sort of thing. And you guys know, you know, there's, you know, once you get up there and the audience is looking at you and you got the mic, you're live, <laughs> right? And so I wanted to mimic that piece. Now, do I do some editing? I do some very light editing on the back end. And it's basically just adding in intro and outro musics and a little bit of overlay. Um, that's, and then I, I do some things with the audio in terms of, um, you know, kind of amplifying if someone's speaking lower or something like that. I use audacity for that, which is free. Um, but, uh, but yeah, other than that, I, I didn't want to get into a, a lot of, you know, editing, you know, one, I, I've got a poor attitude towards it and I'm lazy towards that type of stuff. I don't want to sit there for four or five hours and, you know, God bless the people that do. Um, they're much better than I am. Um, matter of fact, Dominic, I mentioned earlier, he's a, uh, a profuse editor. And so he does a great job of going in and really touching up his show. And um, he puts the time in. Um, my attitude's poor towards that. I kind of want to get it out there. Um, and so shout again, shout out to the people who do really good editing because they're much better at it than I am. 
but the the live piece is is uh, it adds that different element to it, um, and you know you know that interaction and and the last piece of that is that it challenges me to constantly improve my my speaking, right? And so when I go back and I hear something, I kind of also use it to double it, you know, guys. As okay, I hear you know too many uhs or too many uh you know whatever it is. And I'm able to then go back and, and challenge myself by listening to it and say, what caused me to do that while I was transitioning, you know, topics or thoughts in my mind or, you know, my you know, mouth was moving faster than my mind and that sort of thing. So I have to slow down. And so it's challenged me to be able to, to do that, which has then helped on the reverse side, my public speaking and things like that and presentation skills that I do. Uh, in my work on a, a daily basis. And so it's all kind of interconnected, but uh, that's, uh, you know, the, the live piece, it, it definitely can work, but it, it is a challenge and it can be daunting for for yourself and uh, for your guests sometimes. Because I'll have guests come on and be like, oh, I didn't know we were going to be live, you know. <laughs> yeah, the live, it just brings a whole nother vibe. Yeah, we're going yeah. to have to build up to that. We're going to have to build up to yeah. that. We're not quite ready for that yet. But you guys do a great job at it. You know, listening to you guys' episodes and your chemistry and things like that, you know, you guys would do well on the live, um, you know, podcast with you, with your content and, and your connection. Um, I think it would do well on the live. Thank you. We appreciate that. Well, I'll be transparent and say that there is editing going on. <laughs> of course. You know? Yeah. And I think maybe that makes us feel, if you want to say it's made us lazy, maybe perhaps because we can go with the ums and the uhs and all of that because we know that we'll go back and clean it up. Not, um, mm -hmm. again, not every single one because we want it right. to be as natural as possible. But I'll admit sometimes I'm thinking, what was <laughs> I thinking when I said it? Just cut the whole thing. And no one ever knew. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> Except for the guests, so. Um, those are good points. So, live is a is a different yeah. level. Maybe we'll try it. At least try it. We can at least try it once one episode. Yeah. See. Well, you think think about it this way: you can do live, and then you can always edit and then upload. So, a lot of times, what I do is I'll I may do it live, but then I will go back and and then you know do my thing and then add those links to that post. Right. So I might be Facebook live like I use StreamYard. Right. So StreamYard will broadcast to Facebook live, you know, directly in YouTube and um, your other Facebook pages all simultaneously. So then when I'm done, I can go back, you know, like I normally would and then upload the audio, which I use Spreaker.com uh, as a host. And then I can take those links and put it back into that live post and say, here's where you can get the recording of the the podcast and so um that's another way that you know you can go back and do it so that's another actually another touch point now that i think about it because people catch you initially on the live and they don't think of it in terms of podcast they're thinking of live, live. Right? facebook live right and then you come back and show them here's the podcast version of what we were talking about wow. and then that gets them to somewhat kind of double dip because they were watching you on the facebook live now they listen to your recorded podcast um, and that sort of thing. So you could actually do a little bit of both and, and kind of play with it. I see. It's very smart. Yeah. Thank you for the tips. I, um, my next question, I think you, but you may have something else to add. You've already mentioned that in the beginning, um, the podcast was called, I really mean it, which I love the title. And then 
you know, <laughs> after a while you realize that you needed to kind of switch it up. And so now it's my minding your business. So have, how does your podcast in your view uh, compare today uh, versus how it started? Yeah. Um, you know, when I started, I tried to do a lot more kind of, you know, local stuff, you know, talking to local people, that sort of thing, um, and, which I still do now. Um, but it, it was more based on my background, which is in banking. So I, I had a lot more kind of finance, banking, economics type vibe to my podcast. And as I dove more, I reached my 100th episode um, last year. And as I begin diving, you know, guys more into um, that lifestyle piece, because I, I wanted to know more about, and, and I wanted to kind of get away somewhat from my background a little bit. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to just solely be known as, you know, Ron as the, you know, the, the former banker and that sort of thing, and just always be talking about banking and lending and numbers and that sort of thing. I wanted to get into the, um, the behaviors behind it and the motivation and um, the, the insight and the inspiration uh, that comes from, you know, doing business and how people are at so many different levels um, when they want to do business and to encourage them all, you know, oftentimes you, and you guys have probably seen it, you know, social media can be a place for shaming, right? They, they shame people that are in the workplace. They shame people that are entrepreneurs. You know, there's all this shaming going around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, I wanted the show to embrace all those areas that they're all necessary. Because listen, I'll tell you, I don't want everybody to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I don't want everybody to be a business owner. We need places right? to Because, <laughs> yeah, well, businesses won't scale. You'll have a marketplace like you did 2,000 years ago where everybody makes the same dollar. Nothing, you know, really separates anybody, right? And then the government can come in and just own everything, Right. And so you don't want everybody to just be an entrepreneur. Businesses need to be able to scale up and have people work for them um, to be able to help them scale up. Um, and in addition, you know, everybody doesn't need to be an employee because then you'll have very few businesses that are being started that create jobs, right? So then everybody will just be competing for the same job all the time. So you have to have this healthy mix of the two. And so as the podcast evolved, you know, that's what I wanted to really embody and, and somewhat kind of differentiate myself as not just being kind of typecast. I, I usually kind of compare it to like an actor or actress in Hollywood, right? You know, for 20 years, none of us wanted to see Denzel as the, uh, the bad guy until training day comes out. Someone had to take the chance and say, wait a minute, Denzel's going to be the antagonist. You know, we, yeah. I, I never invested in nothing Denzel doing that. He's always the good guy, the good cop, the good lawyer, whatever. Um, Tom Hanks, same way. You know, we know him as the lovable guy and stuff. And then all of a sudden he plays a gangster. And we're like, wait a minute, I don't know if I'm going to accept him as that. But both of those actors, you know, at some point or Nia Long or whoever, they want to do things outside of what they always get casted to do. Like, you know, Nia Long will tell you, I don't want to be the love interest in every movie. I want to be able to kick some butt too. You know, let me get a gun and go save the, you know, the person instead of always being the one saved or um, always having to be the, you know, the, the, you know, the, just, just a pretty girl on the side. Yeah, um, oh, no, definitely. <laughs> y'all get her on, you know, we need to get her on the show on y'all podcast. I'm gonna be right there. Hey, my, hey, Tosh, my wife, Tasha, she gonna appreciate that. She, Neil Long, she know about Neil Long. I talk about her often, not often, but from time to time. Live crush. Drop that name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bring her because, you know, I, I, you know, we'll have to talk for sure. Yeah. I have to get an introduction. <laughs> All right. Well, man, um, 
we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping this thing up, man. This has been so interesting talking to you about this, just getting insight on your pod and kind of how it has evolved over time and and the things that you're doing now. Um, but and you've given so much already. Uh, but I'll go ahead and ask this: uh, What kind of advice would you give to aspiring podcasters? Yeah, really quick. You know, be yourself. Um, you know, don't don't get caught up into trying to feel like you got to try to emulate what someone else is doing. You know, you, uh, get inspiration from it, but be yourself. Um, and then just you know, you always hear this word consistent, but you know, develop a a um, you know a, a a schedule right that works best for you. So if Fridays at noon works best, or Saturday night at ten o'clock, you know, whatever time works best, you know, get that time and, and stick to it as much as possible. And, you know, just go for it. Don't, and, and, you know, don't feel like you got to do this over preparation and that sort of thing. It's like a lot of things you do. Um, the more you do it, the, the more seasoned you'll become at it. Right. And the less you do it, you know, you just won't get good at it. So, um, you know, flip the microphone on and, and just start going, right. Um, jot you down a few notes and, and just go and put it out there because the world wants to hear your voice. Um, and you have something to share. So everyone out there that's considering a podcast or that has a podcast right now, um, you know, it does matter. And your, your voice could be something that inspires someone listening. You, you never know who, where someone is when they hear you. Um, you, know, you know, I mean, someone could be on the edge of, you know, saying, I've got nothing else to live for. And then they might hear you, Alicia. They might hear you, Andre. They might hear someone else in your audience that may inspire them to go in a different direction. You just, and you may never hear that story from them because they may never get a chance to interact with you. But you know, think about that in your mind that there's people out there that, that, um, that, that you influence and then you, know, you inspire. And that you know, someone could be you know, really struggling with something and hear a good word from, from you guys or someone else that you know, could make all the difference. And so yeah, I, I share with podcasters, don't rob the audience of that. I like I like that. Don't rob the audience. I like that. So yeah, don't and don't overthink it. So no. Yeah. But don't overthink it. So Lord, Lord knows I can overthink some stuff. Lord yeah, knows. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I think we all can. Yeah, well, man. Ron, this um conversation has been so helpful. Um I'm sure that listeners will be inspired and that's what we kind of set out to do. This is Andre's idea to um, really tap into um, fellow podcasters and just kind of see how you all started and what's kind of keeping you going. So thank you for um, just giving us this information. We learn something every time we talk to guests. This time it's been no different. Um, so with that, Andre, if you don't have anything Oh, yeah, I don't. I really don't, man. Thank you. Like Alicia said, man, it's been great. Um, but before we get off, man, let let everybody know uh, where to find the pod, uh, all the other stuff you got going on. Oh, and um, the Binge Network. I didn't even get to yeah. ask you about that, but let everybody know, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, you got the Binge Podcast Network. You can check that out on Facebook. That's me, myself, Dominic Lawson, and a team of of other podcasters, uh, you know, that are in the Memphis area. So definitely check that out. Uh, the Minding Your Business Podcast is wherever you get your pods, and so uh, you know whether it's Apple, Spotify, you know, Deezer, you know, YouTube, wherever you get that, uh, as well as the mybpodcast.com. And so you know, listen for both of you. Um, I encourage you both to continue. You have a, a tremendous platform here. 
Um, it, it makes a, a difference uh, having you guys and having your voice out there. And so thank you so much. Uh, it's been an honor uh, in all seriousness. And all. Man, thanks, Ron. We yeah. appreciate you, brother. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Ron. Much continued success to you. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mainside Hustle. That's M-A-N-E-S-I-D-E-H-U-S-C-L-E. And don't forget to subscribe to the pod on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a review for a chance for it to be featured on future episodes. Thanks for listening.